Welcome to the Creative Industries Podcast. Join us as we explore the ways in which education is changing and help to prepare people for the world of work within the creative industries in Wales. In these podcasts, we at Screen Alliance Wales, along with our partners at the University of South Wales, will talk to people already working in the industry and educators already adapting to the new curriculum to help inspire the next generation to meet the needs of one of the fastest growing economic sectors in Wales. So welcome along to another episode of SIPcast. Adam, firstly, could you please introduce yourself and tell us uh, what, what you do, what your role is, please? Uh, my name is Adam Knopf and I work for uh, work as a freelance producer in and around South Wales, ideally, uh, and work between different shows and drama productions pri- primarily. Um, but I've also been a head of production in the past. What can you tell us specifically about your kind of uh, the creative skills, uh, the creative skills you employ in, in your work as such? Um, I guess there's, that's a twofold question, really. So there is the traditional sense of creativity. So realizing a writer's script and a director's vision to kind of create a a drama series. Uh, So working in the storylining, scripting stage, the filming stage with working alongside creatives such as um, costume and makeup, design, locations, uh, and then right through to the edit where you sometimes are changing the the story structure or editing it in a a way to kind of make it more succinct or or, uh, better, I guess. I guess you're constantly trying to improve on what you're originally given, but still maintaining the integrity of the script and and the idea that the writers um, sort of submitted or, or written uh, and created. Uh, but then there's a side that I guess you wouldn't ordinarily think is, tra- is traditionally uh, creative, but is created nonetheless. And that's things like budgeting and um, uh, kind of scheduling and, uh, and and people management and cost reporting. All those things in, in, involve a, an element of being creative uh, whether so uh, when I say budgeting you you're, you're kind of working alongside the script and, and kind of working out where you think you're going to spend uh, your money um, and you creatively have to think about that um, and so you're applying um, knowledge on on costs and spend and equipment and trying to keep as much money going on to screen but also even down to a very simple level when you're sort of head of production and you're working and you're creating budgets that you're going to be sending to broadcasters and um, uh, and, and doing work for companies, your, your interest is also for the company itself. So you're kind of creatively um, embellishing a budget, not taking the mickey, but kind of putting money in there that could be used to help the, the, the company and, 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 and gain money. And, and it's, it's probably unspoken. I'm probably sharing trade secrets, but um, yeah, you, you, you're constantly looking for little ways that you can kind of potentially create buffers, say, that um, aren't to, to kind of later down the process, you might be looking at things where you've overspent and you need to kind of move things into other areas. So you're constantly thinking for the company about the whole process. Um, and, 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 and throughout the process of the actual shoot as well and cost reporting, you creating cost report documents where you're reporting back to financiers and you're creating narratives to explain what's happening in the shoot. And that's something that people just don't realize they have to do. And, and it's a skill because you, you're almost setting up, if you can see that things are coming up the track, uh, you're just sort of creatively embedding that information early on so that narratively it flows when you do hit problems later down the line that you may have foreseen or, um, or predicted. Um, and then scheduling is, an, is a creative art because you're constantly battling um, 
the daylight hours, children's hours, actors availability. Um, so you you and, and and directors needs. Uh, people think that you they want days to shoot something that you've only got one day. So you're creatively managing that and kind of putting that into a and it's a, a schedule can be a beautiful piece of work. And um, when you've done a really good one, you're really proud of it. And then you also know one one's terrible. So um, there's that there's that side of things. So there's there's uh, where there's traditional, uh, traditionally people think of creative stuff, there, there are other areas that I think people overlook. That's a really fantastic answer, actually, and really interesting. I mean, I teach in a university and our students go on to, you know, get in, get into, or some, they want to get into the industry, some of them do, some of them don't. But, you know, they, they, they see themselves as <laughs> in a, on a creative course because they're in a creative kind of faculty. But that point you made there about also the, the crossover of narrative is really interesting because they they wouldn't they wouldn't begin to think of that. So I think I think that's um, that that's so useful. Um, Sam from Screen Alliance Wales is, is with us again. Sam, I don't know whether you want to respond from that from your perspective. It's quite a, quite an interesting angle, isn't it? It's an incredibly interesting angle. Yeah, um, I think Screen Alliance Wales we're in a very sort of fortunate place that we're right on the sort of we're on the doorstep of Wall Studio as well. So we work in Wall Studio as well, so we can see everything that's going on and, and everything at all. And, and the sort of the creative arts is, is sometimes deemed as a very, a very sort of small area. So it, it has, it's been attributed to a very um, small amount of subjects or small areas of work. Well, actually it's, it's so vast. Like, you know, you sort of, you have a look around the sets that are built and stuff and you realize that construction in itself is an, its own art form um, because they are literal, they are art. What they're creating is these huge things and it is part of the creative industries just as much as script writing and, you know, just as much as all these other things, they are equally as vital. Um, and I think, you know, every single, everything is a cog that works together to create this thing, whatever it is, whether it be a, a TV show or a film or, you know, like a theatre production or anything. Uh, and when they all sort of mesh together, you can see that it is a, uh, it, it, it sort of combines together to create one thing, um, which is all together part of the creative arts. Uh, sorry, just to jump in, I think that's spot on, I think you as a as an in, as somebody who works within the industry regardless of which department you're in you you are constantly creating and the end product is a is a, a creation anyway and, and creative uh, endeavor um so i think the fact that you you're kind of working alongside other people and then the other thing i didn't sort of delve into is people management and and politics which is inevitable as well which is also employs a brain the side of your brain that's a little bit more creative because you sort of have to manage expectations or create reasons why things aren't there or, or that sort of stuff so you're constantly creating so I think um just making sure that people are aware that regardless of the role whether you're a writer or a director or or a script supervisor or as you say construction um, carpenter or whatever you are constantly creating yeah that's, that's fascinating to me I'm really interested in creativity it's taken me to a different aspect which I hadn't considered previously um, Adam, what do you see as uh, primarily the benefits of the new curriculum in Wales for educators? I, I think getting more involved in what the industries offer around the locales where people are working and, and learning is so important. I think there's long been a myth that um, TV is a really difficult or TV and film is a really difficult industry to get into. And um, the matter of fact is that there's there's very little requirements needed uh, to, to sort of gain entry because there's so many entry level job roles that are across the board in different roles and different departments that you you don't need to have a specific academic um, uh, skill in order to, to, gain, to gain access to them. So it's about teachers understanding this as the key thing and then also where and, and encouraging pupils to kind of know 
that the skills they're learning just day to day can be employed in those different roles and, and, and just life skills that they're learning um, can be applied uh, to those. Just taking those, those barriers away and making people realize that literally we're crying out for, for young, um, enthusiastic talent, regardless of their skills or, or their knowledge, because um, I, I often say, and lots of people in education will hate me for saying this, but um, you could do three years in university, but you'll learn more in your three weeks on a job. Um, right. Just because I, th- and I, and that's not saying that, you know, like I went to university and I, everybody I speak to who says, oh, should I go into the industry or should I go into university? University in- teaches you so many skills that I employ day to day, like writing emails and structuring arguments and, and all that sort of stuff that, and, and, and other, and I did a more theoretically based course. So I didn't get to do the practical and those practical skills are amazing. And it really opens up, it gives you the chance to kind of explore different, different uh, versions or industries or roles within, within industry. So, um, but to go back to the curriculum, I just think it's about getting people to understand that there's so much opportunity locally um, and, and that, uh, TV and film is something that should be really considered because there's so many different roles within it that can be uh, that can be that can be taught and learned and 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 um, utilized within within it. I'm sure Sam, you'd like to respond to that as well, would you? Um, yeah, I mean, sort of sort of going off what Adam said, really. Um, a Screenlance Wales acts as a sort of the bridge between education and the industry. So what we what we really hope the new curriculum brings is 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 starting that passion for the industry and showing that there are these things available. And then things that we do through Screen Alliance Wales is to give them the, the physical experience, make, you know, through work placements and through traineeships. And, you know, even through things like, um, we have um, uh, studio tours and things like that. And they, and they really get people on board and, they, and it really sort of, it shows firsthand what working in the industry is actually like. But I think it has to start with the education side. So it starts with the side of saying, this is something you can pursue. This is something that should be encouraged. This is something that uh, is a very sort of feasible career to have. And then it's uh, things like what we do at Screen Alliance Wales is to physically get people in, physically showing people, yes, this is the way, this is the first route. And sometimes it is just that first sort of, you know, foot in the door that really, really helps. And, you know, it's so good to see that so many production companies are getting on that, that so many, Urban Myth, um, you know, Wells Studios Wales. There's all com- there, there's uh, companies all over the country that are currently doing it, and it's such an important thing. It must start with that education, and it must show that that passion should be nurtured and it should be uh, encouraged um, in order to pursue a career in the industry. Thank you, Sam. So just to jump in again as well, just in terms of um, the curriculum and Wales, uh, I think what we need to be re- to be really keen to kind of encourage is, is creativity. Um, and, and when I say this, it's, it's the key creatives that will constantly drive IP that will then create further productions and, and um, something that people can then make in the future uh, without writers, directors, editors. And I know we've talked about um, those other roles and making people aware that there, there are those, but I think it's very important for from a very young age for like engaging from six, seven, eight um, to kind of make sure they realize there's an industry out there and, and literally we're here to tell those voices and those stories. Um, very often productions all over the world, regardless of where it is, whether it's Prague or LA or whatever else, are telling stories about um, uh, maybe out of this world, so fantasy, which is great because it explores that, but actually telling stories about real people in those areas that people live in um, very rarely happens because you might be having stories about people in LA that shot in Atlanta or 
things that are shot in Cardiff that are telling a London story. But I think what's really important is for uh, the, the youth of, of, of Wales that are coming through now to hear that their voices are important and to be able to creatively tell those stories. So to be able to write and to be able to, to tell stories, even if it's filming it on their phone, um, but to kind of get a sense of what directing and kind of telling their story is, I think is so important. And that can be whether it's prose or writing novels or books or blogs or um, something. But we need to, that's something we need to nurture because if we don't have that, there'll be a drought of it in the future. And, and um, there's definitely a lack of that within the industry in Wales as well at a, at a graduate level or, um, or even at a commissioning level where there's, there's not enough true contemporary stories of Welsh characters and Welsh um, life that's portrayed on TV um, and particularly where the Welsh isn't just the comedic character it needs to be it needs to feel like real life drama and real stories uh, which kind of leads me and I suppose quite neatly to the last question really what, what what support would you like to see Adam from the industry to support education I guess the the, the key thing for me is investment in in creative talent that is going to nurture that IP that I've just spoken about I think having uh new writers developed or new directors developed, new DOPs developed, new editors, uh, all those sorts of roles are so important. And also just how achievable they are and, and, and how, many, how many schemes there are and, and uh, opportunities raised. But I think investment in those sorts of, in those sorts of roles, like, uh, there's, there's lots of good schemes for new directors to do one short film, but what we should be doing is is committing and, and developing their three short films that then get them the agent they need or um, that sort of thing. So I guess that, but um, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a younger level, it's about allowing access to um, schools and, and educators to kind of come and see whether it's just teachers or, but to come and see how easy it is and, and, and the camaraderie and, and the fun that is made with, with television. It's, 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 it's fun and uh, getting people to see that uh, is great and, and that you that it's literally on their doorstep north wales west wales south wales it's kind of there's there's tv being made regardless and across the genres and and drama and uh factual and live event there's so much talent in wales that um that people can kind of go in and and, and explore and see that's happening around them and, and in the in their world um but also things like life skills things like financing and budgeting and understanding uh the importance of self-confidence. Um, I think the industry knows what it needs. Every time you have somebody who comes in for work experience or starts as a new role, you know almost immediately what they are really good at, and or, or that they, they that if they're going to make it, it's 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 quite start like it's quite amazing how quickly you work out who's sort of got it. Um, and it's not necessarily the more chatty one or the because sometimes that does your head in. But I mean, like as in there's a there's a quiet confidence or a quiet understanding or a, or an in sort of um intuitive kind of you know whether like where they need it or what they're doing and, and it's kind of that sort of encouragement and and I think you, there's certain things that people forget kind of are important and I think there's been a long a big drive for where's everybody's first everyone needs to get a first in their degree I mean when I work with people like it's kind of really important for me to know that they've had a part-time job and they've kind of They've they've worked alongside people and they've kind of uh, interacted and 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 their people skills are important to me. Um, so kind of developed their like like in retail you you're forward facing you're dealing with customers you're interacting with problems real life problems that and every day is probably different and and kind of managing those. So it's it's about developing those skills that the industry knows that needs 
um, and people don't necessarily know that are needed. So, um, and, and, and there are all sorts of different ways of doing that. But then also going back to the creative side of things, it's kind of encouraging uh, industry and, and, and allowing them to know and inviting them to, to things to kind of encourage the, the promotion of Welsh talent and promotion, like I think alongside um, your Shakespeare's and all that sort of stuff, you should be re learning about your Gary Owen plays and your um, along studying your classic films. You should be looking at, at, at Welsh produce and, and, and things that have been made here and that are um, like your Dylan Thomas um, films. And that's that sort of, I, th I think, it, I think uh, like alongside your learning about the classic Dylan Thomas text, you could be looking at um, uh, set fire to, was it set fire set fire to the stars uh, like contemporary product that's made in Wales and that people have worked on who can come and talk about it and, and kind of encourage and and uh, let people learn uh, about it so that it inspires the youth uh, and I think a lot of the time the barrier is productions not letting that in and I think Screen Alliance Wales do a fantastic job of that kind of bringing children in from a young age um, to kind of learn about things and see that they're, what they're learning in school can be applied in different ways. So it's, it's more of that um, is really important. Yeah, another fantastic answer. Um, Adam Knopf, thank you. Th thank you very much. Uh, you, you, the things you said, they're actually resonating with me quite profoundly with, in terms of my students who are coming into the third year looking to graduate, you've given a really rounded vision of the kind of stuff the industry wants. So thank you very much. Um, sorry, I, can I add some other bits? Yeah, go on, fire away. Um, just because I'm looking at it here now. It's, um, it, it's sort of, as well as uh, in drama and stuff, I think it's really important that uh, people are given the opportunity to write their own stuff and perform it. And, and, and that will encourage people to see what works and what doesn't work. Instead of performing an established play that kind of is already uh, there and, 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 and we know as a hit or has been commercial or critically acclaimed or it's been studied for years, but to actually create something and see what doesn't work and work is, is creatively, I think is really important and to understand why it doesn't work uh, alongside other, other texts is really, is really key. Um, and then something that's very topical at the moment and that's mental health and resilience and understanding, and this again might be a bit of a controversial answer, but um, understanding uh, a bad day isn't necessarily depression or um, uh, or, or unhappiness in a job. It's just a bad day or it's a hard day in work. Um, and there's that's twofold. You the employers need to improve and the hours need to change in television and then all that sort of stuff. And gaining access will improve massively if the hours were more of an eight till five. But I think it's an, it's important to know that. Um, uh, and I think this is something that working within the industry and kind of. Um, getting experience and coming in and seeing but it, it, it can be very hard work and you're working unsociable hours and you're working um different weekends and all that sort of stuff to gain locations um and sometimes the going gets tough and you and you need to like really go for it and and, and occasionally do a late night or whatever else but that, that happens in a lot of industries but it's it's resilience and knowing that going forward and it's a way of um carefully uh approaching that and, and working within the industry and within education to kind of uh, help people understand that. And, and, and I'm not knocking mental health at all. I think mental health is so important. And I think there, there is a lot more to understand on that. But there's a, there's a blurred line that might be um, that we just need to make sure that we understand and people know how to manage. And I think that comes from a, 
from an industry side, we need to help people management better and people to better understand how, how to manage their teams. But I also think within schools, I think that resilience needs to be taught in, in some way, whether that's self-confidence or, or, or um, going out and getting part-time jobs or that sort of stuff. I think that is something that is potentially a, an unspoken thing and also something that maybe we haven't talked about enough but it's something that could in five, 10 years become the, the problem that we wish we dealt with sooner. Um, and that's understanding when it's, when it's just a bad day or when it's, it's actually mental health. So I think there's, it's something, it's a delicate subject that needs to be tackled, but I think it needs to be spoken about now. Or um, if we keep putting our head in the sand about it, I think we'll, we'll, have, we'll potentially have a generation of people who aren't prepared for what's coming in life, not necessarily in industry, but in life. So I think resilience is something, and, and particularly COVID has meant there's been a lot more sheltered and a lot more um, people who, and, and this stems from like seven, eight, who maybe haven't had those chances to socialize um, at a younger age, but making sure that we've got this, this, this resilience and strength and confidence and, 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 and understanding about when something is actually bad or when something is just hard. I actually think that's a really, a really good point, and it points back to the whole thing about the new curriculum and how it's interpreted and how it's put together and how it shapes the people to get into the industry. So I think you've made some really, really good points there. Thank you again, Adam. For, no uh, fantastic uh, stuff there. Thank you very much. No, thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks.